It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we are so excited to introduce you to Mike Udell, who is the co-founder and chief sales officer of Beam, Be Amazing, which is, you guys know, the supplements that Caroline and I both use and love. So we're going to be talking about supplements, Mike's story, how he got into the supplement game, and his story of surviving cancer. Yeah, there's honestly so much more than supplements in this episode. It's kind of crazy. We barely even talked about supplements because Mike has so much to share beyond that. I think you guys will be so inspired by the story of how the company Beam came to be, Mike's personal story, everything that he has to say about not only starting a business, but remaining positive and the power of a positive mindset in your life. There's so much good stuff in this conversation on top of all of the fun things that you'll learn about supplements and the quality of supplements and why you may or may not want to include them in your life. Yes, this episode is packed with mindset, entrepreneurship, supplements themselves. This is such a good one and we loved, you know, getting to know Mike a little bit more and we hope you enjoy. You guys know we also have a code with Beam, so if you are listening and at any point um, want to try out any of the products that we're talking about or even try samples because they do have samples on the site, you can use the code GOALS and get 10% off. And without further ado. Alright guys, we're here with Mike Udell and we're super excited to talk to him and you guys about not only his own personal journey, but starting the supplement company Beam that you guys know we work with and love, and really just dive into how it all came to be, what their mission is, and any like advice that he has for you guys about not only supplements and fitness, but just kind of following your own goals and chasing your dreams in that sense. So welcome, Mike. We would love to have you introduce yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to hop on this podcast today and talk with you guys. Uh, my name is Mike, Mike Udell. Uh, I founded Beam with two business partners, Russell and Tarun. Um, Beam is, as of June, two years old. Um, we started right before COVID. Um, I have been an entrepreneur since I graduated college uh, back in 2012. So I've been in the e-commerce entrepreneurial game for uh, close to 10 years now. And Beam is um, not only my baby, uh, my passion, uh, but one of the most important things that has ever happened to me and happens to me based on the story behind Beam. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's get right into that. Like, what is the story of how Beam came to be? I know you're two years old now, um, so still very fresh, but... Very fresh. And honestly, if you ask me, I feel like we're only a year old because mm-hmm. COVID is almost like a do-over. So uh, the, story yeah. <laughs> behind Beam, the story behind Beam is actually my story. Um, like I said earlier, I was 
um, an entrepreneur um, since 2012. Um, one of my legacy businesses that I started um, kind of evolved to the point where I wanted to start something new. I had no idea what that was, but the year was 2017. Uh, so close to five years ago. And when we were starting this business or the idea of this business, which eventually became Beam, I wanted to look at the supplement industry and create a brand that righted all the wrongs in the industry. And uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't agree with, when, whether it was quality, uh, the protection of the consumer, uh, taking advantage of the female customer, a lot of things that I just did not feel was mm. very fair in the industry. Um, fast forward to the summer of 2017, I developed a cough, just a harmless cough. I'm 27 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, this cough was not that important to me, honestly. I was trying to build two businesses at the time, uh, but the cough just did not go away. Uh, I thought it was pneumonia, so... What I wanted to do was just go get an x-ray and get on antibiotics and continue living my life. Um, I ended up getting that x-ray and they did find pneumonia in my lungs or fluid in my lungs. Um, but the doctor also pulled me aside and was just like, we also found three tumors in your chest. Wow. So when you hear the word tumor, uh, you immediately think of cancer, the worst case scenario. And unfortunately for me, um, that was the case. So they found a tumor the size of a grapefruit in my chest sitting on my lungs, also causing me to cough. Uh, one in my shoulder the size of a tennis ball, and then one wrapping around my esophagus, making it very tough for me to, to breathe and swallow. So oh, wow. needless to say, it went from a harmless cough to a very scary situation. Um, yeah. I entered chemo right away. Uh, I, was with, okay. I was in chemo within a week. Um, and it was very fast. But the good news was the doctors told me I had a 90 plus percent chance of being cured within six months. Um, wow. This is when like I put my head down. I, I wanted to fight. I, I knew that this was all going to be over. It was going to be quick. Um, and then unfortunately, six months went by and I failed that chemo. I okay. proceeded to fail three more chemos. Then they tried to put me in clinical trials to try something new. I also failed those. So at that point, my odds went from that 90 plus in six months, like this is going to be great, to around 30% and things started to get really scary. Okay. So yeah. um, and how, hosp- oh, go ahead. how many years, like what, what's the timeline at this point? So with chemotherapy, how long have you been very- battling it? Yeah, so with chemotherapy, it's actually a very interesting thing. So, like, when you fail a chemo, it's such a scary word to say fail, and I and I don't like that, but the chemo just didn't respond to my body. Um, mm. It's relatively quickly. So whenever you recover from that chemotherapy, you can start the next one. So uh, the six-month chemo that failed, I was trying a new chemo within three weeks. So it was relatively quick. So, so the, all the failed chemos and all the failed clinical trials – was over a, like a one to, to one and a half year period. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like around the 14 month mark of all the failures or all the chemos not responding. I ended up switching hospitals. I ended up trying a rare form of radiation followed by a rare form of chemotherapy. That is the chemotherapy that saved my life. Um, it put me into remission. Um, we're four years uh, in July in remission. 
um, and the acronym of that chemotherapy that saved my life was B-E-A-M. And mm-hmm. this is where the name BEAM originates from. Wow. I wonder, do you think that, you know, part of the reason you did fight through all those failures and stuff, um, even though the doctor was wrong at first when he said, like, you'll be saved in six months, do you think that that had you in, like, a more positive mindset to keep up the fight versus if from the very beginning you were told, like, this is going to be a two-year journey, like, we think it's going to be hard, you know? You were actually the first person that asked me that. And uh, I 100% think that attitude is everything in a fight. So Mm -hmm. I completely changed as a human being, as a person, from hearing the words cancer to like where I was in New York living that fun young lifestyle to the person that I am now. Um, I always was a positive person. Anybody could have asked. Like Mike always had a smile on his face. Mike was always positive. But the truth is that if someone told me how hard it was actually going to be, I might have gotten more scared. And I think that fear that I was able to almost falsely overcome um, now that you kind of bring that to my attention. Yeah. What's six months? Like everybody, like I broke a leg, like that's a six month recovery. I I mean, it's way longer actually. Like I always said I was never injured. I was sick. And that mindset was just like, you can, you can't fix a broken leg overnight, but you can fix being sick over a quicker period of time. And I, and I always Mm -hmm. felt that that like mindset, you kind of worded it differently, but you are right. Like I felt confident that I was good. Um, Mm -hmm. until I wasn't and Mm -hmm. it went from being positive that I could do it to at the 30% maybe not going to be here for a very long period of time and being very positive about my lasting impact about the relationships that I have about living in the moment Um, and I think that was the biggest difference in terms of like I was always positive I was always uh, going to beat this thing always going to like keep fighting but my mm, perspective on how much time I had left in this world got shortened. So I used to have Mm -hmm. such a long vision. Like I I would have a relationship and I would be like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this person or be with this person for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. And that kind of got brought back into like, I just met this person. Let's enjoy this moment with that person. Um, So my relationships and the way that I viewed the world changed as my odds got less Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the best gifts that I have is being in the present and staying present with everything I do now going forward. Yeah. So do you think you carried that mindset, you know, the switch of being more present and kind of shortening your horizon a little bit? Is that something that stays true now? Yeah. I think that that's kind of the best thing. I, I always say like I woke up today, so I have today to kind of attack and there's so much that's going on. I mean, when you're building a brand with products coming out in, in six months with flavors coming out in three weeks, it's just so easy to be like, all right, let's go focus mm-hmm. on this or let's go do that. But like, I got to wake up today. I got to enjoy talking with all of our incredible employees, my business partners, my mom, my family. Um, and I think that no matter where I am in my life with or without beam, thanks to cancer, um, I stay as present as possible. I don't like to be mm-hmm. on my phone. I don't. What stinks is I never take pictures of anything. So I always regret when I do stuff and I stay in the present. I don't take pictures, but uh, that's the only downfall of staying in the present. But uh, um, yeah, I think I, I really hold a lot of the DNA of, of my battle 
we could talk about this with like the the philanthropic like initiatives that we have here but like I was very positive and our branding is very positive I was very Mm -hmm. philanthropic in terms of giving back to the world and yes there's so many more problems than just cancer and, and cancer research that I think with beam as you can see um we do so much in terms of the philanthropic um initiatives that we have month to month year to year um that we're just getting started and that's like to me because it was my story because it's all about me in terms of this story i get most excited about what we can do for our future yeah of course and i do i mean even on a superficial level with your products and your packaging like you can feel that kind of good energy totally even like positivity with the colors and the you know designs of the packaging Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that I really like I know you talked a little bit before about um like a lot of supplement companies or people in the fitness space like to take advantage of the like yeah I was gonna come back to that as well in the space and even just your packaging I mean we could talk for hours about how much Carolyn and I both like love the company and your purpose and mission behind it and even the people that we've gotten the pleasure of working with within your company but one of my favorite takeaways is the packaging it just it makes it feel so comfortable and like inviting and energizing Mm -hmm. like even beyond yeah just the actual product itself yeah it's not like um intimidating in any sense but then it's not Mm -hmm. I do I do think it's interesting when you mentioned in the beginning when you were saying kind of the things you felt were wrong in the industry. And I'd love to also hear like what all of those things you think are. But when you said taking advantage of like the female customer, I think that's so true because either supplements out there are so like intimidating, like bulk man, or they're like um, female specific, but in a way that they're like targeting a female's insecurities, you know, they're not being like they're like, demeaning, they're yeah, like weaker. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what's kind of your perspective Honestly, on that? I don't really have to articulate much because you guys just did such a phenomenal <laughs> job. Um, I hated uh, how intimidating and uninviting packaging was for the, mm-hmm. the females. And I hated pink tax, if you guys are familiar with that term, of just what throwing pink on something and just uh, yeah. charging more for less. So I don't think a female deserves a watered-down product. If you know anything about the female consumer, they care so much more about what goes into it. They care so much more that they're willing to pay more. And, like, Mm -hmm. why do they get the disservice of, oh, this person doesn't know as much. I can just do a little bit less of this. It's just like, no. I want to make my products that if a female just starting the the process of getting into supplements – or the macho bodybuilder that everybody has been catering to for years tries mm-hmm. our product, they both will have a great experience. And then exactly. an example of that is our pre-workout. Our pre-workout comes per scoop. So I personally have been taking supplements for 10 plus years. I still take one scoop and think our formula is phenomenal. We have, and I can go as nerdy as you guys want, uh, <laughs> about the adaptogens in it, about the uh, natural uh, caffeine in it, and all of those things. Um, we just really want to protect the end consumer. We want to create a brand that is inviting. We want to create a brand that is exclusive in terms of uh, it's really nice and it's really high end, but inclusive that anybody and everybody could be part of it. And I think that's like our packaging speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages. Maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. 
When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. So going back to kind of your journey, so you then, you know, you beat cancer with this, um, the treatment B-E-A-M. Did you know right from there, because I know before you started like your whole journey with cancer, you were saying that you were looking for something else to get into in an entrepreneurial sense. Did you have supplements in mind or did you have, I want something, um, representative of this BEAM in mind like which came first it was a supplement brand that we Mm -hmm. wanted to to kind of fix all the issues that I found in the industry Mm -hmm. in my experience and I didn't have a name for it I didn't even have the formulas really started it was just like an initial process because it was it was only the sixth or seventh month of the year like it was it takes a really long time and when I was in the hospital receiving beam, it's a, a full month and a half in the hospital and then a six month wow. recovery. So it's not like an easy, um, yeah. like, like I said earlier, like you just recover and you're good. Um, I was actually quarantining before quarantining was cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the truth is that when I heard beam over and over again, I always like from a branding perspective, I wanted it to be one syllable. I wanted it to be emphatic. I wanted it to leave a lasting kind of lingering message when you say it. 
Um, and I knew that we, because of my positivity, because of like kind of the DNA, like we wanted it to be the best version of yourself. Like that's what supplements mm-hmm. and working out is. It's mm-hmm. a little cliche to say it that way. So that's where our Be Amazing comes into it. So like our version of that is Be Amazing. And that's why the name of the company is Beam Be Amazing. And I think that um, we're just getting started with that messaging. And, and you could see it in all of our uh, mental health awareness and all of our like initiatives when it comes to like self-care and self-improvement. Um, you'll start to see the Be Amazing really start to come out. And that, that's even more exciting for me. It's like we're just getting started. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, I would love to hear kind of about like fitness in your life. I know you said that um, after going through that period of your life, you felt completely changed. Did your health and fitness feel very changed as well? Or what was that like for you kind of before and after your process with cancer? Yeah, so uh, when I was sick, I made it a priority of mine to not let the cancer win by the way I lived my life. So Mm -hmm. what that really means is I woke up every morning with the same drive to to attack the day. Um, The energy levels, those were a little different, uh, but the drive was there. So I would go to the gym. I would go work out. Was it the same workout? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. But as long as (laughs) I was able to say, hey, I used to work out and now I continue to work out, that's Mm -hmm. me winning. That's me not letting the cancer win. And I think that that's really important with um, the way that I kind of live my life is just I get to dictate what I decide I want to do. So uh, for myself, I became a little bit more selfish, but for like the world, I became selfless and a little bit less Mm -hmm. in terms of where I put my priorities. Um, And I think that that was like the best balance that I ever got. So people think that like cancer is this like really scary thing and this horrible thing. And and it truly is. It's a horrendous disease. But when people ask me about cancer, I personally say that cancer was the best thing that's ever happened to me because it made me who I am today. Um, no matter what would have happened or what actually did happen, I still stand true to that because I'm a firm believer that things happen for a reason and we wouldn't be on this call today, uh, without my, my fight. So, um, I think it's really important that, uh, that I always keep that perspective. I've always been very curious about when somebody does go through something so life-threatening like your cancer, did that change your perspective on like what? health is or what being healthy means to you yeah so so that's the craziest thing is I used to live my life and I was a nerd when it came to like nutrition and like the keto diet and like fats and Mm -hmm. all those things and I understood like what was healthy and what was dangerous in terms of like GMO and all that stuff but when you get sick it's a different level of like analyzing what mainstream media looks at and what uh, the actual sciences and um, there's a, 
a science called androgenesis or, or the new blood vessels or whatever. But somebody said, or it's a book I read, it's like Eat to Live. I, I don't actually remember the title, mm-hmm. but it basically goes into like, if you eat berries, the reason why berries are so, so healthy for you, or greens, just like our supplements, mm-hmm. um, is because they create long-term benefits of your blood vessels regenerating and all these things regenerating. And, and I really got more into that type of health. Um, so like supplementation was huge for me while I was sick because I didn't have those energy levels. I didn't really, I didn't get nausea, but I didn't really have the need to eat. So when I did have a protein Mm -hmm. shake, I really wanted it to taste good and I wanted it to have a good consistency and I wanted it to be good for me. So obviously beam didn't Mm -hmm. exist then, but, uh, the stuff that I took, uh, didn't really line up with the, you got the great quality, but you didn't get the great experience. And I think that that Mm -hmm. gap that I'm like kind of speaking of, uh, I got to bridge it with this brand and, um, we can go into the products and why it was able to do that. But answering your Mm -hmm. question, nutrition and kind of the understanding of like what is good for me, both then in the moment and long-term health was really important to me. Mm-hmm. What were those biggest gaps that you found? And then how do you think that your products with Beam, you know, changed the game and filled those gaps? So whey protein at the time was a little bit too much for my stomach to handle. And I, I explored for the first time in my life, I never would go near a plant-based vegan protein. I mean, mm-hmm. that sounds disgusting. You're, that's like my dad. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like... I'm like, no, it's just crazy. try it. And he's like, no way. <laughs> no no he, way He uses only. Beam vegan protein now. Yes, <laughs> I have them using oh. the, the vanilla vegan from Beam. I do. Oh, my God. Me too. It's just like the fact that I'm saying this right now where I don't even go near way anymore. Like it's because mm-hmm. I have the, I'm, I'm spoiled. I have all the vegan protein in the world. And um, <laughs> yeah, I tried a couple brands and uh, one of the best selling ones on my other like other business uh, it's like in a white bottle. It's got like a green top and everything. And like it, everybody buys it. Like it was the best selling one by far. You guys probably have had it in the past. And they have incredible uh, whey protein flavors. They have like 37 flavors. Everyone loves them. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to try their like chocolate protein or their peanut butter one. It's going to be delicious. I couldn't even get through three sips. And mm. they have great products. They have like a great brand. People love them. And I see people on Instagram talking about them and I'm like, what is wrong? Like, this is not okay. So mm-hmm. I would end up getting like an eight ounce drink with my protein and it, it ended up getting like a lot less where I just like almost took it like a shot because it was so bad. Oh. So when we yeah. did make our vegan protein, I looked up every single possibility to make it taste good, not grainy and have like a creamy texture to it, like a whey. And if you have our protein, because it is plant-based, there is, like, a grittiness to it. But, like, out of 10, it's, like, 2 compared to the one that I'm talking Mm -hmm. about was, like, an 8. And then we have something called clean cream and something called smooth protein in it. And it's, like, these are the things that, like, for our quality to be as high as it is, you have to spend so much more money on that product. And long-term, it just makes sense because... Your dad is now taking plant-based protein, Mm -hmm. which is better on the Mm -hmm. digestive system, which is better on the GI tract, which is better long-term for your health. And, like, the quote clean, I don't necessarily agree with because, like, uh, plant protein and our whey protein, like, our whey protein has technically less ingredients than our vegan. So they're both clean, but, like, 
with plant-based, it has like this more sustainable long-term aspect to it. But if you can't mm-hmm. take it, just like a green supplement, if the green supplement, like you're cringing every time you take it, what's the benefit of it having 75 ingredients if you can only have it once? That's 75 yeah. times one mm-hmm. versus 30 ingredients that taste incredible that you have for 30 days. And I'm not doing mm-hmm. that math right now because I don't want to embarrass myself, but it's a lot more <laughs> nutrients than yeah. just that one time. Yeah. Well, I, the bean greens are like the first ones that I literally like want to drink just like as a drink every day. They taste so mm-hmm. good. I would use a different brand of greens before and then I like thought that I liked them and it was fine. And then I got to a point where I was like so sick of them. I stopped drinking them. I started taking beam and then now I like literally want to puke when I even smell the other one. Like it's <laughs> so, just like the craziest yeah. difference ever. And knowing you guys, because I, that's part of my job, I know which greens you're talking about. And, and genuinely, if you were to ask me before you joined our brand, I think that formula is, is better. I mean, there's even a brand called Athletic Greens that I think is like one of the best formulas on the market. I personally can't stomach it, meaning I can't consume those type of greens for a long period of time. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like your diet. Like you can eat salads six days a week, but if I go binge and eat McDonald's, Wendy's, and, and Chick-fil-A for, for three more days, what's the, what's the net result of that? So it's just like, exactly. just like right. you were saying. It's just, just not it's sustainable. Exactly. So, so Beam is all about like this, the experience from our quality that gives you that sustainable health. That, that if you are trying to, to better your GI tract, if you're trying to limit your bloat or any of those type of things, you can do that over a long period of time versus just like, the, you remember back in the day, those detox teas, that, that's like a very short-lived thing. So that is right, not what right. we are about here. We are about, you join us, you will be thankful and you will be participating and, and kind of working with us for a very long period of time. And that's kind of the way mm-hmm. I even view relationships too, so. Yeah, I had somebody actually ask me about the greens yesterday saying they were struggling with bloating and they were like, is it like, does it like cure it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the thing is, nothing is going to like cure your bloating and digestive system. Like nothing is a band-aid just to go on top of it. So it's not like if I'm having like a big flare up of something, I drink these greens and all of a sudden everything goes away, but it's something we're having them every day has like made my body so much more consistent and prevented things from happening and then when they do Mm -hmm. happen it's like at so much smaller of a scale so I like the way that you describe that as well where it's like it's it's like the long-term game like it's something you can enjoy having every single day and it just like helps your body regulate and be at that more consistent point so that it's not like a band-aid necessarily when problems do happen but it, it really prevents things from happening yeah uh, yeah, you guys are very good at articulating. Honestly, you could just like ask <laughs> me the question and just say because I completely agree with everything there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's why our greens. I truly like when we were formulating it. It was just like it needs to taste good and be really good for you. It doesn't need to be perfect, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing in my opinion, at least. Like I, I mm-hmm. could have thrown seventy five ingredients in it. That would have been amazing. I could have also had seventy five total mm-hmm. customers and not had an incredible right. super greens reputation. So, uh, right. so that's kind of No, the, I would the say difference. I would say the greens are perfect because holistically they have everything that you would want in a greens powder. And like the other greens you were talking about and I know we've talked with other people about the same brand of greens that it may have 75 different nutrients and probiotics and prebiotics but it 
it tastes nasty. I so you're not going to stomach it You know anymore. what I mean? I was clearing out our pantry yesterday, and I was like, I feel so bad throwing these tubs away, but, like, I will never drink this again. Mm. Like, I just, I just won't. So I, I just, I tucked it in the corner. I was like, if anyone comes by and just, like, wants to take it, they can, because I feel so guilty <laughs> throwing that out. Throwing but... Well, that's good. Well, you're going to make somebody very healthy for a very short period of time, and they can have our dreams. It's perfect. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Um, in terms of, like, digestive health and bloating, because I think that is, like, such a trigger point that a lot of people are wondering about, how do the super greens impact that? Is that their main purpose? Like, what is kind of the main purpose of the super greens or why somebody would take those? So this is like another situation where I think the industry kind of takes advantage of like the ignorant consumer mm-hmm. because people just say mm-hmm. it's like good for digestion, it's good for bloating. But the truth is that the way that greens work and the way that let's say like a, a seed or a gut health supplement works is very different in terms of how it minimizes bloating and how it helps the digestion. So greens is really good because it gives you nutrients to one combat, let's say flare-ups, um, any issues that your, your your GI system has. But if you're drinking greens with like prebiotics or probiotics, they don't really live through the whole process. So like, it's almost like you're just throwing them away because your stomach acid breaks them away when you drink them. So that's why like our greens don't have probiotics in them because on mm-hmm, a scientific okay. level, it just breaks down. Uh, that's why like a lot of these gut health products are in pill form because they have to bypass the digestive system to get into your gut. So the reason why our greens are so good for digestive health, it helps with your digestion. It gives you the nutrients to to combat against flare-ups and it gives, uh, when it does get through like your entire system and it's getting digested, the right ingredients are going to your gut health because that's like your second brain. It's literally where mm-hmm. all your digestion goes in. So what needs to get through the system to the gut gets there and that's kind of like, there's overall gut health, then there's like greens and nutrient gut health. And I think that the reason why our digestion and our bloating is so good with our greens is because we have the right nutrients for those products mm-hmm. in the very high quality. So we have something called Spectra in our greens, which is a patented um, formula of greens. So like it has about like 20 plus fruits and vegetables in that formula. But by buying the patent instead of just doing it ourselves, which is two options, we mm-hmm. buy the quality. So uh, not only do we third-party test, but if you buy a clinically proven patented ingredient, they have to go through so much regulation to call it a patent, to call it theirs, to prove that it's theirs. And it's just like, why not pay a little extra and just know we're getting the right stuff every single time versus like mm-hmm. us having the responsibility of perfecting it every time. So that's why. Mm-hmm. What is the quality process for your products in general? Oh my God, it's it's so extensive, but the coolest part is that anybody listening, all you have to do is go on our website and literally click the chat button and you get to see whatever you want of ours in terms of testing and uh, starting from the whole process, uh, we source our ingredients. Um, so we now have a full-time nutritionist, formulist, flavorist in-house um, that we work with um, in our flavor house that we own uh, for the entire process. Um, what that means, just lot of verbiage to say that we are able to check every single ingredient where it comes from the quality that they go through that we're buying it from and the quality that we go through in terms of receiving it and the checkpoints that we receive it are at the highest standards 
So we're in an FDA-regulated facility, meaning that the FDA will come into our facility constantly to make sure that we're up to par. Um, we're in a GMP-certified uh, facility, which is another institution that comes in and checks in that we're good. It's NSF, which is for sport, so they know what ingredients are going into each and every product. Um, let's see what else we do. We, um, we test every batch. Whenever we make a product, so we just came out with Sour Peach Rings pre-workout. So when it comes off the line, we actually take our own batch and we test it right then and there. So we can disclose um, allergens, um, like soy, peanut, any of that stuff, metals, any metals um, that are prevalent in the powder. Um, literally all the tests you can possibly think of, um, gluten, soy, um, GMO, all that stuff. We do that in-house for ourselves. Um, then on top of that, we keep the product for two plus years. So whatever the shelf life is, we then have to store it in, in our quality like practices for that amount of time. So in, in uh, 365 days, we're going to look at sour peach rings, make sure that it's good and uh, there's no like bacteria growing in it. Um, and then in another 365 days, which is the full shelf life, we will do that as well. Obviously, if like anything arises, we are able to be ahead of it versus reacting to it. Then, that's just all in-house, then we do third-party testing. So, uh, on top of that, then we go send it out, they test it, they give it back to us, um, and now we're even looking into further uh, doing other tests from like other agencies that do testing. Um, because the way that we look at it is, if we can prove how high quality our stuff is, why would you go to that other brand, right? Mm -hmm. It tastes yeah. great, it, it makes you feel great, you enjoy taking it, we don't want you to have an excuse to go somewhere else. So we want to make sure that our quality from the start to two years after get, trying the product for the first time is the exact same experience at the highest quality. Long story short, it's good stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have just answered it that way. That would have been a lot easier. Trust me. It's <laughs> no, because no, I love that. You got to hear yeah. the details. You really do. So obviously, like the fact that you're... You're able to talk about all this stuff, all the philanthropic things that Beam does as well. Clearly, this is something that you're so passionate about. It's also so personal to you knowing your story and leading up to it. I know a lot of our listeners are very high-achieving, goal-setting people. I mean, the show is Girls With Goals. So what advice do you have for somebody who does want to start their own company or pursue a passion or, um, you know, be in that entrepreneurial space as well? Well, once again, you used a very key word, passion, um, mm -hmm. and that's literally where I start. Um, I found that in life, if you're passionate about something, the word work doesn't really make sense because it doesn't feel like work. Uh, I love working out, and ironically, that's in the word, but when I go to the gym, I don't feel like it's work. I feel revived. I feel better about myself. I feel like I'm doing something that will have a long-lasting impact. So when it comes to something that you're passionate about, in any space, just think about how much you think of this thing. Think about how much more in-depth you think about that passion of yours. It just gives you the tools to then do that on a day-to-day -day basis, on a long-term basis. And my strongest uh, advice is find something that you love and that you're passionate about it, and it really will make it a lot easier. Uh, when it comes to uh, building the business, don't ever be shy from asking for help. I love helping people. I'm constantly offering my help because I know a lot more than you do at this point in the process. Am I smarter than you? By no means, no. 
But I've mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it a couple times. I've done it many times. And go find people who are good people that have done it before. And they will just make those challenges easier and shorter so that you can then start growing whatever this business is that you're looking to achieve. And, and I love mm-hmm. that you have goals. And goals are great because they are both long-term and short-term. But you can't achieve a long-term goal without the short-term ones being hit first. So like Absolutely. I said earlier, stay present. Understand that what needs to be done in the present to then have that longevity, that long-term, um, I guess, achievement to be hit. So that's my, mm-hmm. my recommendation. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. How do you, like, feel like you actively stay present, especially with something where you're having to do so much long-term planning, where there's so much uncertainty? And I I feel like with something like that, there can be, like, so much overthinking and anxiety about the future Mm -hmm. and about the success. I mean, I know even with everything that we do, I feel that so much. So how do you, like, pull yourself back to the moment and actually practice staying present? Um, I think the true way that you stay present when you have so much going on, when it's so easy to um, look towards the future, is to understand that you can't get to the future without doing something now. So, for example, Mm -hmm. this podcast, you can't have a huge successful podcast like you guys do without doing the interviews, right? So how do you make sure that Mm -hmm. the interviews are great? You, you, You try one, you fail a little bit, you make it better the next time. You try the next one, and and now you guys are obviously so good at at interviewing. You guys are almost finishing my sentences, and you guys uh, (laughs) have a very successful podcast. So where you guys are now to where you guys were when you started this is so drastically different that if you don't understand that, unfortunately, you probably won't be successful. So you need to understand that you need to stay present. It needs to be a priority. It's not something Mm -hmm. where it's just... I have to naturally learn how to do it. It's, it's, it's a skill that I do every single day when it comes to running a business because nothing will get done. So um, mm-hmm. don't let it be involuntary. Make sure that you're going out of your way to be like, what do I need to do today to make sure that my goals in the future are hit? And I think that's mm-hmm. what will lead to success. Yeah, that is something I feel like we've been talking about a lot more recently with we've had some like bigger milestones with the podcast. And then we think back to the first episode or the analytics of the first episode, because day to day stuff with the podcast is not super different than, you know, the Mm -hmm. first episode we launched. But if you look at who we're reaching, what like, you know, the analytics behind it, it's insane to see the difference that just comes with consistency and I do like what you said about the you know having long-term and short-term 
goals and that it's amazing to have a mix of both. How do you balance both or as you were getting this started and continuing to grow Beam, what are your like what's your balance between long and short-term goals and what do you focus on? Or also like what kind of is the long-term goal and long-term vision as well? I would love to hear. All right, so the first answer and the first question is it's not easy and I'm not doing a great job at it because there's so like when it when the company's younger, it's so easy to have such grand visions of oh my god, we're going to have all these products, we're going to be uh, partnering with let's say the rock and these celebrities and doing these events and it's so exciting to just like what beam can be um but like i said it's it's a straight skill that every day i wake up I, i'm ready to attack the day but nothing will like get done like you have to have a, a very strict regimen like i i watch my, like look at my emails see what which emails i need to to kind of go after first answer those and then i need to say okay I manage people. What do they need from me? And then what do I have to do on a day-to-day basis to make sure that this company does well? And I work with a lot of influencers. I work with the athlete manager or influencer manager. And those are the, the things that I see as the day-to-day. Um, but the grand vision is to come out with products that uh, when you think of greens, when you think of pre-workout, we become the top of mind. So uh, mm-hmm. like... In every industry, there's that top player. When you think of pre-workout, back in the day, it was C4. Everybody took C4. Do I want to be that? No, but I want our brand to be that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, when you think of our long-term vision, I want our brand's impact to be astronomical. So uh, when we started the brand, we planted a 1,000 trees on Earth Day with our initiative. I want that to be in the first five minutes in five years. Mm-hmm. I want that to be tens of thousands of trees. I want that uh, we donated a quarter of a million dollars to cancer research. I want to donate millions to cancer research. And the only way that we can do that is by getting more customers and by partnering mm-hmm. with people such as yourself who help build this brand and grow further. So both long-term vision, I know we can grow mm-hmm. that way, but I got to find incredible people such as yourself to partner with to then get that message out. And with that message, yeah. your, your followers or your customers will then understand that, okay, I can go help plant a tree. I can help donate money to cancer research by supporting this brand. And mm-hmm. it's brick by brick, but ultimately it's that same kind of metaphor. It's, it's, you can't build the house without laying the foundation first, without laying the brick mm-hmm. by brick first. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, th- I think... Yeah. I mean, I just, I think that's so applicable to everyone listening, not only, like, if you're building your own business, but, like, if you're in college, like, you can't graduate without going to every class and passing every test. If you have a fitness goal, like, you're not going to run a marathon without first getting out and running a mile today, right? Like, everything, you can take the big grand goal and dream, and then how do you break it down to, like, what do I need to do today to take me just one step further? Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah. something I do. You can't build a following or a podcast without like one listener at a time, you know? Yeah, and, and that's true. And that you, you remember your first customer, your first listener. You remember these like mm-hmm. milestones, whether they're small or big. But uh, mm-hmm. I think another thing that you can kind of take away from taking that large vision or that end goal to, to the kind of the small goals is work backwards. Like you just said with that metaphor, uh, you got to train to get to that marathon skill. You got to do one at a time. So what is that one at a time? And then go do that for that day and see what 
that benefits you or, or doesn't benefit you. And then for the next day, do that plus something else and just mm-hmm. build, just like working out. You can't build bigger biceps or bigger glutes just going to the gym and doing one workout. You have to see how your body responds to it. And just literally mm-hmm. everything in life is building. Nothing will happen overnight, mm-hmm. but everything happens for a reason. So just stay in the process and understand process is everything because people who trust the process, who trust themselves, get the results. Mm-hmm. I like that. Trusting yourself is a huge part of it that I think people don't think about or talk about as mm-hmm. much as the like tangible kind of, oh, I ran a mile today, but you know, you trusted and you believed that you could and that tomorrow you're going to maybe run two miles and in two months you'll be able to run four. But I think trusting yourself, you know, throughout everything like fitness, building your business, building whatever, going through school, whatever it is, that's a that's a huge part of it that is just as important as actually going out and attempting to do the things. Um, you know, as you talk about your day-to-day, you've talked a lot about answering emails, the things that you do, you know, connecting with people for the business side of things. What are some things that you value and prioritize in your personal life day-to-day? Oh, that, those are two easy answers. Uh, first <laughs> is family. Fam- actually, there's three. So first is family. Uh, I was going to say this, my dog is number two or family. Uh, so me and my best buddy, Charlie, uh, I like to spend a lot of time. He's a mini Bernadoodle. He looks like a teddy bear and he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another passion that is nothing to do with business and it's golf and I'm obsessed with mm-hmm. it. And to say I'm obsessed is honestly a disservice to how much I'm obsessed with it. But if you've noticed on this podcast, if I like something, I'm all in. Um, So I always dedicate time for me to unwind. So by staying in the present um, in a day and age where social media is so easy to be, I mean, I could lose hours on TikTok and I'm the happiest I could possibly be. But I also could go on the golf course and lose two hours and feel refreshed and feel nature and feel all these things that you know what, I could also look at TikTok later. And I think that uh, the balance in life in terms of, I love social media, I live on it. I mean, Beam is built on social media. So it's one of these things where it's just like, if I'm going to do X amount of social media, I want to do X amount of playing with Charlie and playing golf and and kind of enjoying um, other things in this world. So um, balance is so important. I love that you guys harp on that. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. I think the final kind of question that we like to ask all of our guests is what does a typical day in the life look like for you? And I feel like we now, since that last question, since we talked a little bit about like your day to day at the business, we kind of have a general understanding, but it's always fun to just run through Mm -hmm. like now that our audience has heard a lot from you, what does an actual day in the life look like? All right. This is going to be a little weird because people are always like, you wake up that early, but I wake up at 5 a.m. And Mm -hmm. I have more energy at 5 a.m. than three scoops of pre-workout. Like, I don't need, when I wake (laughs) up, like like I told you, if I woke up that day, I'm ready to attack the day. So I wake up, um, I go downstairs, I make my now Sour Peach Rings pre-workout. I hop on the Peloton for about 30 or 45 minutes. Um, I answer emails uh, for about an hour. Um, And then I go hit golf balls in like an indoor simulator. 
And then that leads me to about like 8.30, 8.45, get to work at 9. Oh my god, 8.45, uh, he's already played golf and Peloton and answered emails. <laughs> I wish, I've always wanted to get myself on that early of a schedule, but anyways, continue. All you have to do is get through like two weeks, because you can do it the first week, and like you're just recovering. Mm-hmm. Then the second week, you're like, I got it, I got it. There's always going to be a derail period where like you go out maybe a night, or like you just have a late night, or you just can't fall asleep, or you're like, alright, I need to wake up at like 6.30. And you do it, and you're like, oh my god, I feel so much better. And you just don't go mm-hmm. back. And you're just like, oh, I remember when I like woke up at like 5. But when I was in high school, I would always wake up early to play golf. And I just got used to just like being able to wake up early. And then obviously with my new mindset in life, it was just like, I mean, I can sleep maybe latest 7.30 now. But uh, think about it. I got to go on a Peloton to answer emails and play a little bit of golf. So... Uh, you just mm-hmm. can do a lot more, but some people could stay up later at night and argue the other way. So um, mm-hmm. I also go to bed very early, which will end in a day in the life. Um, then I get to work. Um, I work with my team. Um, so Monica, our athlete manager, I get to work with her on kind of what the updates are and, and what her initiatives are, make sure that she has everything that she needs to succeed. Uh, and then I kind of go and work on formulations of the products, uh, beta tests of the products. So if we're coming out with something new, I work on that. Um, I work with the timelines and making sure that, okay, we launched our peach rings yesterday. Where is the product? When is the product going to be shipped out? Stuff like that. So anything you see on the front end of the website and the back end of the website, I'm mostly doing from 9 to 5, 5.15. Go home, play with Charlie a little bit, uh, cook some dinner, watch uh, some TV, and I'm pretty much in bed around like 9, 30, 10, and the day starts all over. Mm-hmm. I love a good, like, early wake up, early I know. early sleep. I go through phases because it's, it's all so dependent on, like, how productive I can be during the day because then if I have to work late at night because I wasn't good during the day, then my entire life is thrown off. <laughs> so I have some phases where I'm so good about it and then some where I just can't stay on it. And that's why God invented cre- uh, caffeine, I should say. So I, <laughs> yes. I honestly think that uh, pre-workout is great. I don't need the energy, but, like, the... I love our, our, our pre-workout, but when I take pre-workout, like, it gives me that, like, all right, now I'm going to, to focus on my workout. And, like, that's what the cup of coffee is right after, mm-hmm. to, like, all right, now I'm going to work. So it's, like, I'm almost, like, right. teaching myself to trigger, like, these points in my life. Because you're right. If you lose productivity because of what's the point? So I agree with you. It's just, like, if you're not a morning person and you're a night person, be a night person and own that. But yeah. uh I just like to get more done in the morning because I don't have to talk to anybody. Everyone's sleeping while I get to go <laughs> do my thing. Yeah. And, it, like, I like the thing about pre-workout, too. I feel like I drink a lot of caffeine, not because I need it, but because I take pre-workout because I love it, and it mentally, like, lets me know that I'm about to work out. I, like, I have coffee right here because I I want to. You know what I mean? I like exactly. that, though. I always say the benefit of taking something that makes you do something better for yourself is way better than not taking it and claiming that it's not healthy. Because anybody can yeah. say, like, oh, like, that's not good for you. When, first off, it always is good for you if it's clean and natural and, and good for you. Right. Uh, but, like, think about how much more you work out and how much better your life is because you take it. And that's the way that mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Supplements you don't need, and that's why they're called supplements. But what they do exactly. for your life uh, on a beneficial and an overall health and an overall habit uh, producing level, I would never stop taking supplements because of that. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I tell people as well. Like, it's called a supplement because it's a supplement. It's not, like, what you're <laughs> supposed to live on. You don't necessarily need... That's what I tell people about protein. I'm like, you don't need protein powder, but you need protein, and you're probably mm-hmm. not getting enough of it without it, you know? Yep. So it helps you supplement with that, you know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us, talking with us. I mean, this is amazing. I feel like we learned so much about you and Beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. selfishly I love this <laughs> I think Me it'll too. be really great for listeners too though like not only they learned a little bit about supplements but also there were like so many little inspirational pieces about your story about the way you live your life your perspective all of that so I think this would be really beneficial and great for everyone listening and thank you so much for joining us where can our listeners find you or beam if they want to like check it out after so first, thank you guys so much for this past hour. This was so much fun. I love talking about this because, like I said, this is my baby. Um, so you can find anything Beam, obviously, uh, through your links at youcanbeam.com. Um, and you can support this podcast. What's the code for the podcast? Goals. 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 Perfect. So that's all you need to do <laughs> for that. Uh, my name is uh, on Instagram is at Udell. So it's just my last name. Um, and then our handles on all social medias at you can beam. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited to use this experience to, to kind of, uh, have a, a stronger voice and a stronger message about where we came from and where we're going. So thank you guys so yeah, much for, for giving me this platform to speak on. Of course. Of course. And guys, he will be back. Yes, in September, there is an exciting new product launch that I think a lot of you guys will be really interested in. We touched on it a little bit today, but we're going to dive so much deeper into gut health, the gut-brain connection with Mike, because he apparently knows a lot about it. So, September, (laughs) that one will be coming to you guys. (laughs) We were told he nerded out and learned everything there is to learn about gut health. (laughs) So, we're excited for that, but stay tuned. (laughs) Love it. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to Mike's story and his process through cancer and through starting Beam. We hope you guys enjoyed and got a lot of good information out of that episode. Of course, you guys can use our code GOALS if you are shopping or ordering anything from Beam. And we will be back next Monday with an episode just from us. So make sure you're following the show on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. Leave it a rating. Follow us on social media. You can find me at Caroline Kaneen on Instagram or TikTok. And I'm Anne Catherine Kaneen on Instagram and TikTok. As well as the podcast accounts are Girls with Goals Pod on both Instagram and TikTok. Everything, Mike's accounts and our accounts will be linked below in the show notes. So you can just click on over and go check out anything that interests you. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.